hello 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 to my podcast listeners my name is melissa hughes and i am the minister of god's believers ministry and i want to thank you for tuning in on today the second part word for today is food for the soul i just want to come on and encourage you to know that god is not limited but when we limit god or put limitations on him we limit our own growth because god is not a god with limitations God is not a God that cannot do and cannot do this or cannot do that. God can do all things, all things. We can conquer all things through Christ who strengthened us. And so many times in our life, we miss our blessings, meaning uh, you could have been in a bad relationship or you could have had a father who didn't teach you much, you know, or you seen how he mistreated your mother, mistreated your father, which planted a seed in you. So when the man come that God had sent you to have, you didn't recognize that he was a godly man. Why? Because the seed that had been planted in you was not a seed of God, but it was the seed of the world. And I want to encourage you on today, whatever that you are continuing to allow to lay doormat in you, that you're not aware of, but you can tell that it's there when certain things happen or certain things be said to you, it comes to the top. It floats to the top and it reveals itself for what it is. And anything that causes conflict, anger, cause you to be upset, cause you to hurt, is not anything that is connected to God because everything that is connected to God wins. Everything connected to God is great. Everything connected to God is going to calipot into what it's sent out what you I'm sorry for the interruption what you need to uh, use to complete your healing so I want to encourage you on today whatever that is laying doormat in you that is aware to you or unaware to you, ask God to reveal it to you, that he will call it by his name, and that he will cast it back to the pits of hell for which it come. Because God's purpose for us is to prosper and to live abundant life and to have all that he has set up for us. But when we're in a state and we cannot focus nor hear nor see what God is trying to show us, we miss out on our blessings and say, God, where are you? He said, I'm in the same place where I've always been. I've never lived left you're just not there i need you to come here where i'm at i need you to call me seek my faith he said he i stand at the door now and then if a man hear me knocking and open the door i will come in and commune with him and he will commune with me we got to start letting some things go on today we got to start up uh, excavating some things maybe you have to let some people go out of your life that you're trying to hold on to because they're family and you love them but see sometimes how many times do you know sometimes it be your family that's most against you but you're gonna have to come to a place and come to the, a decision and say okay god it's it's me and you in this marriage. It's me and you in this relationship. I'm about to let everything go, oh God, and let you have your way in my life, oh God. Whatever you do, this is open door season. God, if you open the doors, I'm going to go in. I don't care if they big, small, or large, oh God. I'm going to go in those doors. Hello, my podcast listeners. My name is Melissa Hughes, and I am the Minister of God's Believers Ministry Podcast. I just wanted to come on and let you know you may hear some interruptions, phone ringing, or something. It's only because 
I'm trying to figure out how to completely work it and get it to the place where there's no background, the phone not ringing. I'm not quite sure how to edit yet. I've tried to do that and it edited in so many um it edited in so many ways to I, it had me confused. So I had to go back and delete everything that I edited because it had broken up in so many parts and I didn't want it to come to you with have you confused. So just be patient with me. I apologize for any discrepancies. I apologize for anything that may interfere with the word of God. Just be patient with me and I'm going to get it right where you there will be no interruptions. Just me, you and the most high God. Thank you so much for tuning in to God's Believers Ministry. Hello, my podcast listeners. My name is Melissa Hughes, and I am the minister of God's Believers Ministry Podcast. I just wanted to come on and let you know you may hear some interruptions, phone ringing, or something. It's only because I'm trying to figure out how to completely work it and get it to the place where there's no background, the phone not ringing. I'm not quite sure how to edit yet. I've tried to do that, and it edited in so many um it edited in so many ways to I, it had me confused so i had to go back and delete everything that i edited because it had broken up in so many parts and i didn't want it to come to you with have you confused so just be patient with me i apologize for any discrepancies i apologize for anything that may interfere with the word of god just be patient with me and i'm going to get it right where you there will be no interruptions just me you and the most high god thank you so much for tuning in to god's beliefs ministry Good morning, good morning, my podcast listeners. My name is Melissa Hughes, and I want to welcome you to God's Believers Ministry Podcast. I hope that this recording finds you in the best of health on today, and whatever you're expecting God to do in your life, that He will perform, because we know that He is a performing God. He is a God of deliverance. He is a God of breakthrough. He is a God of building up. And he is a God of chastising. So as he build up, he will tear down. So I just want to encourage you on today. The word for today is you call yourself a man. One, man was created first, Adam. God created Adam in his image. Two, Adam was created to be by himself. I know you question that, but I want you to listen to this. God created Adam to be by himself. Four, God seen, topic word, God seen that Adam needed a helpmate because he was lonely. So God created Eve for Adam. And the reason God created Eve for Adam is because a man, the Bible said if a man find him a wife, he findeth a good thing. And Adam, a woman will encourage her husband. A woman will help build her husband up. A woman will rejoice with her husband when he get promotions and things such as that on his job. And I just want to encourage you on today. And I want to let our men know the difference between a wayward man and a virtuous man. A wayward man is selfish, bad, unpredictable, difficult, self, self-willed, stubborn, uncooperative, Unbearable, disrespectful, defiant, unruly, unchangeable, impossible, perverse, unreasonable. 
undisciplined, biased, a man who be this woman, manipulative, controlling, a virtual man, virtuous man, well-behaved, docile, cares for others, love his woman, he's a good man, confident, not arrogant, respectful of himself, respectful of others, kind, truthful, keep his word, listen to others, not biased, strong, know who he is, submissive, a man, who loves his woman. The word for today is to let God men know because um, you are a man, do not make you a man. Because you are a grown man and you have an age um, of 20 and above does not make you a man. A man, what makes a man a man is when a man know who he, are, know who he is and not through his possessions or his... Uh, attributes okay so your possessions don't make you a virtuous man neither do your third leg knowing who you are and i don't mean your name or how many kids you have but who you are as a king see we have to understand who you are as a king you may know who you are as a man but who are you as a king of God because we know that God is a king and we know that God made a man in his image first so a man have great uh great uh uh how do I want to say it a man have a greater insight concerning his greatness even though he don't recognize his greatness but god made him first so he's much more greater that's not to say that the woman is any less but god made him particularly for a reason so that he could carry on his genes okay so we need to get the understanding of who we are in christ not our name not our cars not our clothes because a man can have all these things with 10 women on each arm but on the inside he's dead but he looked good on the outside have you ever heard the saying uh clean on the inside clean on the outside but the difference is he's clean on the outside but dead on the inside your trial should not be a pillow to lay on but made for steps to walk up to your destiny. Many times, we know that women go through things, but men do too, because they have been through, they have been molested, they have been without their mother, they have been without their father, they have watched their mother be killed at the hands of their father, they have watched their father be killed at the hands of their mothers. So they also have endured things that people are not aware of. And many times, we as people, including men, because this is this word is for a man, that instead of him taking his pillow, and using it as steps to walk up into his destiny, he used it as a pillow to lay and pity himself and weep when he's not getting any growth from that. Your growth come from is this. You've been through the storm. You, you carried the cross, but you made it. Why? Because you're still here. You're alive. So you should take that pillow that you're laying on the weep on every night and make them into steps and walk up these steps into your destinies these steps are what you've been through that means they are now under your feet and they're no longer over your head your flesh is running things because you if you knew better 
you would do better. Your flesh is running things because you know better and you refuse to do better. It should not be flesh, mind, and soul. It should be soul, mind, and body. Because when the flesh is running things, the mind is going to follow. And the soul is behind it. But see, the thing with that is the soul is not going to link up with the, the flesh and the mind. Why? Because the soul is linked up with the Most High God. And it only do godly things. And then you wonder why you wrestle with yourself in the midnight hour and you wrestle with yourself in the day and you're down in your spirit and you're not feeling good, it's because of the life you're living when you know you should do better because you know better, but you refuse to do better. And see, your flesh, your soul is not going to follow flesh, okay? So your soul should be running things. Your mind is linked up and the body got to follow. The body going to do what the soul and the mind do, okay? But the soul is not going to do what the flesh and the mind do. I just want to encourage you men on today. The change will not be easy when you have become adapted to the norm. I know that it's not going to be easy for you to change things. But God said, through my strength, I will give you the strength to endure. See, when we're used to living a certain way and we're used to doing certain things, it becomes a habit. And a habit is hard to break. But when we put our trust in God, there's nothing that God cannot bring us out of. So even in your moments of discourage, even in your moments of falling back, God said, I am married to a backslider. Whatever you do, you just keep focused and don't give in to the outside noise, the people, the things the enemy used to try to attract you. To bring you out of line, the alignment with God. When God said, if a man find a wife, he find a good thing. The same thing goes for a woman. When a woman finds a husband, she find a good thing. Why? Because a husband, a real husband is a virtuous husband. It go back to all the names that I um, called out as a virtual husband. One who loves his wife, well-behaved, docile, care for others, respectful of others, respectful of himself, listen to others, not biased, strong, know who he is in Christ, okay? Not who he is in the flesh. Not who he is, what he's been taught who he is, but who he is in God, the same thing with a woman. My question to you today is this. Do your life line up with God? If not, it should be. Do your actions line up with God? If not, you need to evaluate it. Do your wealth line up with God? And not your physical wealth, but your wealth from the inside. Do you know who you are? As a man of God. Not a man of this world, but a man of God. You know, have you ever heard the old saying, what you, what you eat is who you are? Have you ever heard that old saying, you are what you eat? I'm going to repeat it again. Have you ever heard that saying, you are what you eat? Know this. Your wife wears the reflection of who you are. If you are good, it shows through her. If you are bad, it shows also. A true man of God do not need 
of need validation. A man who knows who he is in Christ does not need validation. And I want to leave you with this. A wayward man, when he walks into the room, he opens his mouth because he needs attention. A virtuous man, when he walks into the room, he don't have to open his mouth because his essence off of his charisma speaks for itself. And then when he do open his mouth, his mouth is of power and it's of fire. That's the difference between a virtuous man and a wayward man. A wayward man look for attention. It's no different than a wayward woman. A wayward woman do things that uh, a woman should not do. She will even, even cause the death of a man that she claims she loved. That's a wayward woman. And you have wayward men the same as that. So I just want you to know the difference between the two. The wayward man have no concept of how he's supposed to be living. And if he do have a concept, he ignores it because he want to live the way he want to live. Okay? Um, and a virtuous man, he live by the way God have called him to live. That's a virtuous man. So I want to encourage my men on today that God said you call yourself a man. You might need to evaluate your life, evaluate your situation, evaluate those you be around, evaluate the things you take in, evaluate the things that you perceive. Okay? Because this is what God is saying. We call ourselves a man, but in true reality, we are a wayward man and we know, we do not know God. Because we live and we go by the curls of this world instead of living by the word of God and go by the curls that God has for us. So again, I want to thank you for tuning in to God's Believers Ministry Podcast. I hope this word encourages you young men on today to analyze your life to make sure that you are the man you claim to be. Have a blessed day. Good morning. Good morning, my podcast listeners. My name is Melissa Hughes, and I want to welcome you to God's Believers Ministry Podcast. I hope that this recording finds you in the best of health on today, and whatever you're expecting God to do in your life, that He will perform, because we know that He is a performing God. He is a God of deliverance. He is a God of breakthrough. He is a God of building up. And he is a God of chastising. So as he build up, he will tear down. So I just want to encourage you on today. The word for today is you call yourself a man. One, man was created first, Adam. God created Adam in his image. Two, Adam was created to be by himself. I know you question that, but I want you to listen to this. God created Adam to be by himself. Four, God seen, topic word, God seen that Adam needed a helpmate because he was lonely. So God created Eve for Adam. And the reason God created Eve for Adam is because a man, the Bible said if a man find him a wife, he findeth a good thing. And Adam, a woman will encourage her husband. A woman will help build her husband up. A woman will rejoice with her husband when he get promotions and things such as that on his job. And I just want to encourage you on today. And I want to let our men know the difference between a wayward man and a virtuous man. A wayward man is selfish, bad, unpredictable, difficult, self, self-willed, stubborn, uncooperative, unbearable, 
disrespectful, defiant, unruly, unchangeable, impossible, perverse, unreasonable, undisciplined, biased, a man who be this woman, manipulative, controlling, a virtual man, virtuous man, well behaved, docile, cares for others, love his woman, he's a good man, confident, not arrogant, respectful of himself, respectful of others, kind, truthful, keep his word, listen to others, not biased, strong, know who he is, submissive, a man who loves his woman. The word for today is to let God men know because um, you are a man, do not make you a man. Because you're a grown man and you have an age um, of 20 and above, does not make you a man. A man, what makes a man a man is when a man know who he are, know who he is. And not through his possessions or his uh, attributes, okay? So, your possessions don't make you a virtuous man. Neither do your third leg. Knowing who you are. And I don't mean your name or how many kids you have, but who you are as a king. See, we have to understand who you are as a king. You may know who you are as a man, but who are you as a king of God? Because we know that God is a king, and we know that God made a man in his image first. So a man have great, uh, great... Uh, uh, how do I want to say it? A man have a greater insight concerning his greatness. Even though he don't recognize his greatness, but God made him first, so he's much more greater. That's not to say that the woman is any less, but God made him particularly for a reason so that he could carry on his genes. Okay, so we need to get the understanding of who we are in Christ. Not our name, not our cars, not our clothes, because a man can have all these things with 10 women on each arm, but on the inside, he's dead, but he looked good on the outside. Have you ever heard the saying, uh, clean on the inside, clean on the outside? But the difference is he's clean on the outside, but dead on the inside. Your trial should not be a pillow to lay on but made for steps to walk up to your destiny. Many times, we know that women go through things, but men do too, because they have been through, they have been molested, they have been without their mother, they have been without their father, they have watched their mother be killed at the hands of their father, they watched their father be killed at the hands of their mothers. So they also have endured things that people are not aware of. And many times, we as people, including men, because this is this word is for a man, that instead of him taking his pillow and using it as steps to walk up into his destiny, he used it as a pillow to lay and pity himself and weep when he's not getting any growth from that. Your growth come from is this. You've been through the storm. You, you carried the cross. But you made it. Why? Because you're still here. You're alive. So you should take that pillar that you're laying on the weep on every night and make them into steps. And walk up these steps into your destinies. These steps are what you've been through. 
That means they are now under your feet and they're no longer over your head. Your flesh is running things because you, if you knew better, you would do better. Your flesh is running things because you know better and you refuse to do better. It should not be flesh, mind, and soul. It should be soul, mind, and body. Because when the flesh is running things, the mind is going to follow. And the soul is behind it. But see, the thing with that is the soul is not going to link up with the, the flesh and the mind. Why? Because the soul is linked up with the Most High God. And it only do godly things. And then you wonder why you wrestle with yourself in the midnight hour and you wrestle with yourself in the day and you're down in your spirit and you're not feeling good, it's because of the life you're living when you know you should do better because you know better, but you refuse to do better. And see, your flesh, your soul is not going to follow flesh, okay? So your soul should be running things. Your mind is linked up and the body got to follow. The body going to do what the soul and the mind do, okay? But the soul is not going to do what the flesh and the mind do. I just want to encourage you men on today. The change will not be easy when you have become adapted to the norm. I know that it's not going to be easy for you to change things. But God said, through my strength, I will give you the strength to endure. See, when we're used to living a certain way and we're used to doing certain things, it becomes a habit. And a habit is hard to break. But when we put our trust in God, there's nothing that God cannot bring us out of. So even in your moments of discourage, even in your moments of falling back, God said, I am married to a backslider. Whatever you do, you just keep focused and don't give in to the outside noise, the people, the things the enemy used to try to attract you. To bring you out of line, the alignment with God. When God said, if a man find a wife, he find a good thing. The same thing goes for a woman. When a woman finds a husband, she find a good thing. Why? Because a husband, a real husband is a virtuous husband. It go back to all the names that I um, called out as a virtual husband. One who loves his wife, well-behaved, docile, care for others, respectful of others, respectful of himself, listen to others, not biased, strong, know who he is in Christ, okay? Not who he is in the flesh. Not who he is, what he's been taught who he is, but who he is in God. The same thing with a woman. My question to you today is this. Do your life line up with God? If not, it should be. Do your actions line up with God? If not, you need to evaluate it. Do your wealth line up with God? And not your physical wealth, but your wealth from the inside. Do you know who you are? As a man of God. Not a man of this world, but a man of God. You know, have you ever heard the old saying, what you what you eat is who you are? Have you ever heard that old saying, you are what you eat? I'm going to repeat it again. Have you ever heard that saying, you are what you eat? Know this. Your wife wears the reflection of who you are. 
If you are good, it shows through her. If you are bad, it shows also. A true man of God do not need of need validation. A man who knows who he is in Christ does not need validation. And I want to leave you with this. A wayward man, when he walks into the room, he opens his mouth because he needs attention. A virtuous man, when he walks into the room, he don't have to open his mouth because his essence off of his charisma speaks for itself. And then when he do open his mouth, his mouth is of power and it's of fire. That's the difference between a virtuous man and a wayward man. A wayward man look for attention. It's no different than a wayward woman. A wayward woman do things that uh, a woman should not do. She will even, even cause the death of a man that she claims she loved. That's a wayward woman. And you have wayward men the same as that. So I just want you to know the difference between the two. The wayward man have no concept of how he's supposed to be living. And if he do have a concept, he ignores it because he want to live the way he want to live, okay? Um, and a virtuous man, he live by the way God have called him to live. That's a virtuous man. So I want to encourage my man on today that God said you call yourself a man. You might need to evaluate your life, evaluate your situation, evaluate those you be around, evaluate the things you take in, evaluate the things that you perceive. Okay? Because this is what God is saying. We call ourselves a man, but in true reality, we are a wayward man and we know, we do not know God. Because we live and we go by the curls of this world instead of living by the word of God and go by the curls that God has for us. So again, I want to thank you for tuning in to God's Believers Ministry Podcast. I hope this word encourage you young men on today to analyze your life to make sure that you are the man you claim to be. Have a blessed day. Good morning to my podcast listeners. My name is Melissa Hughes, and I want to thank you for tuning in to God's Believers Podcast. Today is June the 3rd. The time is 10.37 a.m. The word today, the king. So that we would know for sure that we are his true children, God releases the spirit of sonship into our hearts, moving us to cry out intimately, My Father, you're our true Father. Now we're no longer living like slaves under the new under the law, but we enjoy being God's view, very own sons and daughters, and because we're his, we can access anything our Father has. Galatians four and six. I just want to encourage you on today that that tells us that when we're God is in us and we are in God and we're linked up with God. We are entitled to any assets that God has. They are ours because he said it in his word. I just want to encourage you today. If you are in need for anything, trust God. He is a deliverer. Again, my name is Melissa Hughes, and I want to thank you for tuning in to God's Believers Podcast. Amen. Good morning. Good morning, my podcast listeners. How are y'all doing on today? I pray that I find you in the best of spirits. I pray that your day is astronomical. I pray that whatever you're desiring and asking God to do in your life, that he will do. And he is a performer. But we must know that God said if we are in him and he are in us, 
ask for whatever we want and he will provide. So I want to encourage you not to just ask God just because you're in need, but ask God knowing that you're connected with him. Because we don't want to be like a backstabbing friend. One who says she really don't like you or he don't like you, really don't rock with you. But they call you because they know that you got their need. And that they, if they ask you, you would give to them. So let's not treat God like that. You know, we want to treat God as if he's our best friend, our husband, our brother, our sister, our mother, our cousin. We want to treat God as he loves us. And we know that God loves us unconditionally. We don't just want to use him for profit but and use him for gain. We want to use him for our whole life, our whole entire life. We want to uh, capacitate ourselves with God. Not only with God, but with God's word. So the, I want to encourage you on today. I want to read this word to you. And it says, he will answer. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, Psalms 41 and 2. David found himself trapped in a horrible pit with no apparent way out. And he cried loudly to the Lord to rescue him. Then he awaited. It took time for God to answer. David undoubtedly learned more patience in the process and probably had to endure doubts. Wondering if God cared about the dilemma he was in. Even Jeremiah didn't always get immediate answers to prayer. One time he had some Jewish refugees were in a dire situation and were desperate to know what to do. Yet, after Jeremiah prayed, the Lord took 10 days to answer. Jeremiah 4, 42 and 7. But the, but the answer did come in time. Today, we sometimes find ourselves in a horrible pit as well. And we pray desperately for God to bring us, us up out of it. He will. We often just need to be patient. Why is patience so hard? It's because your timing is perfect and beyond my understanding. Help me to be patient with you, God. I know that you have answered me. Amen. I want to encourage you on today to seek God and seek him with all your heart. Most of all, seek wisdom. Wisdom is your sister. Seek understanding. Understanding is your next akin. Proverbs 7 and 4 tells us this. Again, my name is Melissa Hughes. I am the minister of God's Believers Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in. Until we talk again, have a blessed day. Good morning. Good morning, my podcast listeners. How are y'all doing on today? I pray that I find you in the best of spirits. I pray that your day is astronomical. I pray that whatever you're desiring and asking God to do in your life, that he will do. And he is a performer. But we must know that God said if we are in him and he are in us, ask for whatever we want and he will provide. So I want to encourage you not to just ask God just because you're in need, but ask God knowing that you're connected with him. Because we don't want to be like a backstabbing friend. One who says she really don't like you or he don't like you, really don't rock with you. But they call you because they know that you got 
their need and that they if they ask you you would give to them so let's not treat God like that you know we want to treat God as if he's our best friend our husband our brother our sister our mother our cousin we want to treat God as he love us and we know that God love us unconditionally we don't just want to use him for profit and use him for gain. We want to use him for our whole life, our whole entire life. We want to uh, capacitate ourselves with God, not only with God, but with God's word. So I want to encourage you on today. I want to read this word to you, and it says, he will answer. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, Psalms 41 and 2. David found himself trapped in a horrible pit with no apparent way out, and he cried loudly to the Lord to rescue him. Then he awaited. It took time for God to answer. David undoubtedly learned more patience in the process and probably had to endure doubts, wondering if God cared about the dilemma he was in. Even Jeremiah didn't always get immediate answers to prayer. One time he had some Jewish refugees were in a dire situation and were desperate to know what to do. Yet after Jeremiah prayed, the Lord took 10 days to answer. Jeremiah 42 and 7 but the but the answer did come in time. Today, we sometimes find ourselves in a horrible pit as well. And we pray desperately for God to bring us, us up out of it. He will. We often just need to be patient. Why is patience so hard? It's because your timing is perfect and beyond my understanding. Help me to be patient with you, God. I know that you have answered me. Amen. I want to encourage you on today to seek God and seek him with all your heart. Most of all, seek wisdom. Wisdom is your sister. Seek understanding. Understanding is your next akin. Proverbs 7 and 4 tells us this. Again, my name is Melissa Hughes. I am the minister of God's Believers Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in. Until we talk again, have a blessed day. <laughs>